Lisa Novak, Friday morning frenzy. We've got Mark Novak out on the streets by the looks of it. I'm on the streets of Bronte. What? Bronte, where uh, they've been seeing seeing some incredible property. I was just talking with a mate of mine. Um, one property went from six two years ago to 12, and I said, can you believe, like, in the middle of two years of COVID that a property value can double in two years? But, uh, yeah, Bronte. Wow. It is. It's, a, it's been a crazy suburb. All of those beachside suburbs, Mark, they've been kind to people. Bronte, Bondi, DY, Freshwater, you know, a lot of they're all up the north coast, all down the south coast. They've all been very kind to people. And, and even yeah, I was having crazy. a chat with him, like in this Bronte area for a house, $10 million, it's like 10 million. And he's like, that's 10 million, that's 10 million. I'm like, what? Wow. That's a huge amount of money. That's nuts, isn't it? Absolutely crazy. I'm, so I'm, guys, in the Friday, I'm in the graveyard. The graveyard's just here. And they're still getting 10 mil looking onto the graveyard. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Friday frenzy. So this morning, Mark, Friday frenzy, guys, for those of you that um, join us on a Friday, you'll get Mark and myself, and we just talk about everything, whatever, all topics. We just It's just a scrambled a scrambled up mix of what's been going on in the week in our lives and whatever you guys want to hear us talk about. Um, my God, it's been a busy week, Mark. <laughs> it's been well, I reckon the busiest oh week in 52 weeks, like this week has been the busiest week. Yeah, honestly, like I oh, – isn't that cute? Um, but I literally, um, you know, have not had two minutes to scratch myself with – um, you know, a crazy week of appraisals and, and sales. And this is such a turbulent market. You know, I'm speaking with clients often who are saying, what's the market doing at the moment, Lisa? I'm like, I don't know, it's all over the shop. Um, you know, one week you're like, oh, hang on a sec, we're really, you know, the market's really starting to quiet, starting to quieten down, um, but not this week. This week it's been crazy. It's been a big listing and, and, and selling week as well. Um, it's been a very, very interesting week. Unbelievable. So uh, this year, who knows? I still don't like, you know, you just don't know. Interest rate, right? It's just unpredictable. And then you watch the news like last night and it's like COVID's coming again. It's like far out. Don't um, watch the news. Hey, Lisa, don't watch this, the morning, news. this morning I wanted to uh, also chat a little bit about people don't like robots. You were saying that some <coughs> consumer people love automation but consumers don't like automation. Like it's, people hate robots. Yeah. So I get asked a lot about social media and I know we do as well, Mark, collectively as a, as a company. Um, yep. You know, who do you outsource to do your social media? We do it all ourselves. Um, and there's good reason for that. So it, it, for anyone that, you know, as an example, follows my socials, that's me. I'm uploading everything and I'm responding to every single one of those inquiries. It's me. It's not a robot. It's not someone sitting in the Philippines doing it. Um, there's a huge amount of magic to that. You know, I think we can often, and, and as you said, Mark, for the actual person that's doing it, for me, it'd be so much easier if it would be, you know, I could get a robot to do it, but it doesn't have the same magic to it. Um, I think a huge part of the magic is not having a robot. You know when you call up and the other end of the line answers and it's someone in the Philippines with the, you know, an American accent, you're like, am I speaking to, like, uh, automatically you're thinking, you, I'm not going to get the answer I want. No. It's going to be a frustrating experience. 
what are your so, thoughts on that, on, on, on something that's more automated, Mr. Technology? I, I, yeah, I, what I'm finding is, is with all this automation, there's SMS technology, there's email technology, there's uh, chat group technology, there's all this technology that, that, we're, we're, that we implement and that is out there. I find that if the technology can fragmentally or take a proportion or, a, you know, 5% of your work and do it for you, that's an efficiency. But if you're if they're trying to do 20, 50% of that workload, it becomes very obvious to the consumer. It's not very personal to the consumer, and that's where you fall down. So I think, you know, this technology, this robot uh, automation AI that we're doing, it's really got to be a small piece of what we do. It can't, you know what I mean? It can't do your follow-up for you with buyers. No. No. But you can just touch touch base with the buyers and say, you know, thanks for coming through. Mark will contact you this afternoon yeah. sort of thing. I agree. Hey, and Mark. people want to know. People, people want to know. You're like, the mayor, you're like the mayor on the streets there, Mark. People yeah. want to know that they're actually dealing with a real person. As I said, it's a frustrating experience. You know, if you've called someone and you've gotten someone and you know it's a call centre, um, or you know it's something that's robotic. You're like, oh, my God, this is going to be excruciating. Like, if you've Stop. ever called Telstra before, Stop. you will know exactly what hey. I'm talking about. <laughs> Telstra there. They are. Mark, I, 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 lose my, I lose my shit every three years, as in lose it, and it's always on the call with Telstra. Always. Yeah. You know, it's a frustrating experience. I think, you know, for, for us as a, as a business, we try to um, – stay as non-automated as possible um yeah. although it is a ho no doubt it's going to be a whole lot more dollar productive but i think you've got to ask yourself is that more about you or is that more about what the customers want because yep. if you ask the people and i'm all about ask the people what they want because they're the ones that are going to they're the customers um you know there there lies all the answers right um we're in a people business jeff it, it's so true you know we, mark we built our um, headquarters. We built our headquarters what five, six years ago now. Phenomenal stop, stop office space. Stop people again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we kind of had to stop with all the COVID stuff. But um, the reason that we built, you know, such an amazing office, such an amazing, you know, with the antipasto bar and you know, just extraordinary office, was because there's not enough of this human interaction. Everything's going so digital. Um, yeah. And we've got to make sure, guys, that we just don't lose touch of that. Yeah, at least, you know, sure. um, we've been dealing with a lot of agents from all over Sydney at the moment, some big names. And yeah. the people, and, and, I, and a good mate of mine just sold his place, and that's what I'm, I'm having breakfast with this morning and chatting with. Um, the thing that I was most surprised with, the, the most the agents that were the most weapons that he, well, he told me about, I think it was, was it? Alex Panzer, Philip Panzer, whatever. Alex, this Alexander guy, Phillips. You're, Alexander you're in Phillip. his wood there. You're I'm in his hood. there, Mark. And he was saying, <coughs> he was, like, this guy is probably the biggest writer in Australia for real estate agents, and he was saying the guy calls him all the time. And I'm like, how, how, can the, how amazing. Yeah, how can the biggest writer in the country be on the phone to you all the time? He goes, I don't know. He's really good. He updates me with new so, properties coming on. We have a chat, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, and it goes back to that yeah. robot thing that you're talking about. Yeah. So, Mark, we, you know, we, we, we talked last week, we're buying ourselves at the moment. Um, and I can tell you now, I don't think there's a single agent that's followed up on, you know, 
coming forth with properties. Um, not a single agent. So, you know, it's been uh, it's been quite an interesting experience. Um, but just on that with Alex Phillips, I remember once we were doing a conference together and um, we were walking back to the car park and I hopped into my car and he hopped into his um, BMW with his limo driver. And I remember thinking to myself, really? Like, what have you got someone who drives you around in your limo for? And I'd mentioned it to someone and they said to me, you know why? The guy's a weapon. He sits in the back seat of his car. He outsources the driving and he's probably driving seven hours every day going to and from appointments. And he just outsources that. So all he can do, all he's got to do is sit on the phone. And I thought, you know what? That's that good on him. That's genius. If you can outsource that kind of stuff and it makes you more focused and dollar productive so you yep. can service people like our friend Ed, good luck to you. You know genius. what? You probably get double the calls out realistically, you know, because like, but, yeah. but, 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 you know, worrying about stuff. Um, but anyway, Friday, Friday frenzy. Anything else we want to talk can, about? Yeah. Can I talk? Sorry, my eyes are running. I don't know why. Can I talk about um, TikTok for a sec? <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I'll be I'll be really kind. Um, so I don't use TikTok a whole lot. I remember when I first started posting on there, our kids were like, "Mum, listen, you know, you <laughs> can't, you're not a TikToker." And I was like, "Okay, but it's just a really good platform, and let's give it a it's go." Gone anyway, so, it's gone bananas. It's gone bananas. Number TikTok one in the world. Reels. Yeah. Yeah. Number one in the world. Yep. But it's TikTok the number one website and app in the world at the moment. Apparently. It's crazy. So um, I had posted something late last year on TikTok, and um, I can I can I mention names, Mark, or I'm not allowed. Sure. Um, so I got a I got an email from Fair Trading, and yeah. um, I had posted a, a promo video that I had made. Um, Called customer service. Yeah, it was customer you know, around service early from Fair Trading. Um, they were really nice, I have to say. Um, yeah. Anyway, it was an email to say, could you please provide us with the documentation of the property that you had filmed on your TikTok um, in December where you had gone and signed up a listing? And I said to the girl, oh, okay, like thinking, gosh, I think I've used TikTok like five times in my whole life, but okay. Um, anyway, supplied it with all the documentation and it was all fine. But here's, here's the lesson. So... I had already signed that property like weeks ago, had a contract of sale, of course, and was actually just doing a mock-up because I was doing a promo video. So like an actor, um, you know, we'd gone back to actually do the promo video, but they somehow clicked me there and said, oh, you were signing it up and you were filming inside the property and named the uh, property. For, for and people now that don't jobs. know, you've got to have, you cannot promote in any capacity a property, whether it's on social media or realestate.com at all, unless you have the customer signed up and you have a contract, a draft contract drawn up with a lawyer. A lot of agents make the mistake and consumers don't know. But often people right. get the shift because that agent says, I've got something coming on. And they say, can you give me the address? And the agent says, no. That's why the agent says no, because they don't want to get themselves in trouble with fair trading. Yeah. Fair yeah. trading is the policing body for, yeah, for that. Correct. And absolutely, I had all the docs. But, you know, here's the thing with your social media and stuff like that. You've just got to be super cautious. Make sure you've got all those docs in place um, because, you know, it is it is really, really important, as Mark said, to make sure that you do have that agreement um, and that contract to sale, which, of course, I did. But it was just interesting. I thought, wow, you know, they're on TikTok. They're watching. 
And I think age, uh, other yeah. people sort of complain and stuff like that, so it happens. I had uh, I, yeah. I also had a, a love call from Fair Trading this week as well. <laughs> we had three of them this week. <laughs> I had oh, them for. It's not fun. It's not fun when no, you do. Well, I, I spoke to a friend and they said, oh, that's customer service from the government. And I was like, what do you mean? They said, that's their version of customer service. And I was like, oh, that's, I laughed. But yeah, mine was um, putting a contract. Um, where's my contract? And I'm like, don't have to have a contract. And they're like, why? I said, because it's commercial. Residential property, you have to have a draft contract commercial property you don't have to have a draft contract she said can you send me the zoning for the property then and i said sure so it's interesting yeah yeah well there you go but yes they are the governing body to make sure that you know they're the they're the police for real estate um just to make sure that everyone is doing everything correctly um i tell you what be, be a tough job it would certainly be a tough job you know you're dealing oh, with a whole bunch of real lovely. estate agents negotiators yeah. They they really are. They, they are you know, fair. They are not, guys, fair. don't get us wrong. We touch wood. We don't get contacted that often. It's just been twice this week, but all is good. All is good. We were able to provide them with all the correct docs, which was great. Absolutely, and everyone's happy. Mark, what are we doing there? You you're quite restless. Oh, I'm going back to the coffee shop. I'm walking. It's raining as well. Look at oh, this place. Raining. Look at it. Look how cool they've made an old place. They painted black. Oh, yeah, that's cool. For everyone that's wondering where Mark is, he's in the streets of Bronte. He's gone to visit a family friend. There's my um, buddies in there. Look, they're over the there. Just see Damo and Ed. I've been having yeah. brekkie warm for 12 years now. Take Every the Friday camera morning. over. Let, let, take the camera to them. They're going to oh, love Damon's it. rushing over. Look. I oh, know. Yeah, we're going to put our buddies. We're going to put our buddies on live. So these are two yeah, of our oldest like this, friends. It's like this little coffee shop. Two of our oldest friends, Mark, in in age and in years of friendship. Hey? <laughs> I said in age and in years of friendship, two of our oldest Here friends. They are, look. There's the boys. There's Ed. Hi, How are you guys? So they do it in Bronte. How fun. Will you guys enjoy your Friday brekkie? Yeah. What was that? Enjoy your Friday brekkie. Enjoy your thank Friday you, thank, breakfast. Thank you, Lisa. The coffee machine is just so noisy. You've got to go. All right, guys. Have fun. Enjoy. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Have a great day. Have a great day.